Welcome back to Imperial City. As always, thank you so much for joining us. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a review. Reviews help new people find the show and make us feel all warm and fuzzy. You can also tell other people about us on social media, buy some of our merch, sponsor an episode, buy a Jumbotron message, or back us on Patreon. Our patrons get behind-the-scenes art process posts, short stories, and the results of extremely scientific polls examining each character's untitled Goose Game playstyle. Check out the links in the show notes to learn more. Next, Chris of Love and Hellfire is going to tell us about this month's featured charity. Hi everyone, it's Chris. I'm here to tell you about this month's featured charity, Toronto Indigenous Harm Reduction. Look, the Canadian government has a monstrous relationship with the Indigenous peoples of this land. The government has killed, displaced, and disenfranchised First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people at every turn, and the country's COVID-19 response was no exception. Toronto Indigenous Harm Reduction was founded in 2020 in response to citywide shutdowns of frontline services and a general lack of resources for Indigenous unhoused people in the city. TIHR provides basic needs, access to critical health support and COVID-19 testing, harm reduction supplies, traditional medicines and food, arts, and ceremony to some of the most vulnerable among the City of Toronto's population. You can help support them and learn more about their mission to reduce harm and spread awareness about Indigenous arts and culture by visiting torontoindigenoushr.com. Thanks, y'all. Today's episode is sponsored by A Night of Shreds and Patches podcast. A Night of Shreds and Patches is an immersive actual play podcast following the adventures of the Patina, a small mercenary company trying to make ends meet in a world set long after the society of today falls, where environments are green and communities and cities come together to support each other, leveraging what wild tech is left to be salvaged. Bullets are scarce and swords are common, which makes wild tech like the titular knight, a large-scale combat mech, an uncommon and enviable sight in the wilderness. Join the Patina as they face bandit ambushes, mechanical threats from the ancient past, and the interpersonal stress from traveling and fighting together. I was lucky enough to be a guest star on A Night of Shreds and Patches, and the team is telling an amazing story of adventure, hope, and found family. You can listen to the show on your favorite podcast apps or at akosap.com and follow them on Twitter at A-K-O-S-A-P underscore podcast. Please continue to look for opportunities to support, protect, and uplift your local communities, especially the most vulnerable and marginalized. Countless people are already doing the work of fighting for a better world. Find those people and lend them whatever support you're able. Now then, let's get started, shall we? For the last week or so, your, your neighborhood of Kieran Cove has been abuzz with activity. Uh, one of the main streets near the garage uh, has been shut down to traffic, and various tents and stalls have been set up, lights have been strung from poles, and with with each passing day, there's just more and more temporary structures being set up. 
for Val, who has lived in the area for quite a while, um, this is something that they're quite familiar with. Um, they've probably seen this happen since it began. Mm-hmm. For Echo, she might not have seen this particular event, but is sort of familiar with this this concept. But for Darling and Arlene, I, I think that the two of you are, are both new enough to the city that um, you might not be really familiar with what is, is going on here. So eventually, after about a week of this, you, you kind of all arrive at the garage to the, the sound of, you know, a crowd on the street. There's a lot of, of uh, lights. You can uh, smell food drifting over to you on the air. Um, you can hear music, uh, live music being played somewhere nearby. I think um, with all this hustle and bustle, Darling's been, um, well, that and, and Darling's current emotional state <laughs> has been um, on uh, unnecessarily high alert. And so it's all, you know how, like, animals emote with their tails and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Dar- Darling's tail, while, like, thick and nubby, has been very um, swingy uh, as of late. Because <laughs> oh, everything tails. is, everything is, um, she's used to, like, big events and stuff like that. Like, she's aware cities can have holidays and stuff. Yeah. She's just never seen the process of one. So every time she looks out the window, she's like, is that an angry mob? Who, who, are, we, who are we mad at? So, Val, what, what you would know is that uh, th- this is the, the Kieran Cove Neighborhood Festival. Mm-hmm. It's been running for about 12 years. And it's basically a bunch of the unions in Ironworks use it as a way to raise funds. Okay. For, for usually like for the strike funds. It kind of, it started off as kind of a small thing where they just sort of like, you know, set up a parking lot with, with where they sold food. And now it's just this big all day festival. Uh, where they have a lot of other people from the neighborhood coming in and doing stuff, but you know, it's it is still a union event. Anything where you're buying stuff from the union, the proceeds are going to the strike funds, and you know anybody else who's setting up there, uh, you know, some portion of of their proceeds is also going into the fund. So, um, oh, it's a it's just Gesterlights Festival. Is that the union party? You got it. I've never been to one of those before. Unions have parties. Well, um, Dar- Darling does the raising the roof gesture for party. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> well, in my experience, sometimes their parties are more like protests, but no, this one's an actual party. What do you do there? Well, there's uh, there's food stalls and uh, carnival games and music and, you know, festival stuff. Can we go play carnival games? Do you want to cheat at some carnival games, Doll? Let's go play carnival games. We don't have to cheat. Yeah, but what's the fun in it? I want to play them legit once so that I learn how they work and then I can mess with them. All right, sounds like a plan. (laughs) Let's head over to the gallery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're gonna like grab their coat as they head for the door. 
Do we have to dress up? Nah! Okay, so we could just walk around and there's no, like, rules. Well, I mean, don't set anything on fire, obviously. Don't shoot anyone. Don't steal anything, preferably. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's kind of it. For us, those are good rules to specify. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> uh, okay, I better bring a leash for Pearl, then. I don't think the the working lads would appreciate a very large baby. Does Pearl have a vest? Yes, now she does. I'm okay. <laughs> I love the idea. We've upgraded. Occasionally we got a fancy collar on, but now we just got a really fancy vest. One of those vests that, that have, like, pockets. Oh my gosh, yes. Like a, like a harnessy kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But really big. <laughs> so big. Mommy puts her tiny guns in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't God. know why that one got me. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Just Pearl trotting around with a couple derringers in her little vest. It's those lady pistols, you know, for the purses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On that note, you all you you head down the street to the the festival and yeah, as as Val said, it's, you know, it's not uh, a, a dress up event. Um, the the streets already fairly crowded with with people from the neighborhood. A lot of kids running around. So all of the food is is coming from uh, Hedwig's parking lot. Uh, she's moved the cars out of the way, uh, and there's just a ton of like grills and little food stalls set up in there. Where and there are there's signs out front. Um, for, for the various, uh, unions that, that are, are sponsoring that. You can see as you're looking, you know, one direction down the street, there are booths with, um, you know, it looks like some artisans, uh, you know, people who are doing painting or different types of, you know, uh, pottery or, or, uh, crafting that are selling their wares. There's, uh, it looks like Echo, you, you spot very quickly. Um, it looks like there's a handful of booths kind of clustered together where there's like maybe some kind of like mini little engineering festival happening, like a spark craft festival. Ooh. There's a bunch of carnival games happening. Somebody's doing face painting. There's uh, a big stage uh, with a band performing, and there's a space cleared in front of it where people are dancing. There's uh, a, a tent kind of off to the side. Um, most of the tents are like pretty open, uh, so people can wander through. But there's one that's that's you know very closed uh, uh, with darker fabric um, that uh, is is advertising tarot card readings. There is um, what is advertising itself as a test your strength game. Uh, it's unclear exactly how your strength is being tested as it seems to mostly just be inviting people to hit uh, scrap metal with big hammers. Um, <laughs> uh, and then finally, kind of at the at the far end of the street, basically the opposite end from where the food is, um, there's a, a large pen where where kids can go on uh, uh and goat rides. The big horse sized goats, uh, they can just kind of ride on a goat in a little circle around the pen. And yeah, it's just sort of it's it's a very big like celebratory 
like kind of as soon as you you hit the street there's just this very like a high energy atmosphere like uh you know there's a lot of people you know walking around and talking and and laughing and you know people at various stalls kind of calling out to to draw uh, you know people who are walking around in and uh yeah there's you've got a lot of options before you so what do you want to hit up first echo sees the little en- engineering sparkcraft boot booths and like she immediately zeroes in like target acquired and immediately goes for them. <laughs> There's just an echo-shaped poof of dust left behind. Well, there is milk bottle shooting. And there's no other way than to completely crush everyone here. <laughs> and to be an experienced marksman. And kind of reveal that to the audience. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason I put that specific game in here. <laughs> I went through a lengthy list of carnival games, and I picked the ones that I did on purpose. Oh, oh. I put Skee-Ball on the list because I love Skee-Ball. I am also partial right. to Skee-Ball. <laughs> I, I, I will also say. love Skee-Ball, but I love that that was your reasoning. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, like some I will of- say all of these require aim. Yeah. And... <laughs> And so I'm about to win everybody a bunch of toys. The ring toss and milk bottle shooting I put on there because I was like, okay, darling can just flex on everybody. Skee-ball I put on in there because I love skee-ball. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so Echo has made for the, the Sparkcraft booths. Uh, darling is heading for the carnival games. How about uh, Arlene and, and Val? Anything grabbing your attention or are you following either of the others? I feel like Arlene's first stop is the face painting booth. Okay. I think the face painting booth is is close to the carnival games. So you'll be able to to watch. Yes. <laughs> well, while you're getting your your face painted as Darlene is is destroying people at these games. And then Val, where are you headed? I'm headed over to Ski Ball. Uh, all right. So so <laughs> let's start with Echo. There there are spark like big Sparkcraft festivals elsewhere in the city, um, usually associated with, like, some of the the colleges. This is not that. (laughs) Uh, This is probably, like, five little stalls of of local folks that are just kind of uh, showing off some of their inventions or or stuff that they've put together. What, uh, tell me about something that that catches Echo's eye. What's something that Echo sees that, that draws her in? I think maybe it might be an automatic piano or something. Ooh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Or like an automatic harpsichord. That's a very carnival thing to have, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I like automatic piano. So yeah, there's a, uh, a pleased looking uh young woman uh in a in a nicely tailored uh it's nicely tailored, but a, a little bit shabby uh, suit standing next to it, uh, who, who smiles at you really big as you come over and is like, ah, impressive, isn't it? Uh, yeah, especially since, I don't know, does it run on ectoplasm? Uh, yes, there's a uh, battery under here. Here, and she like crouches down and gestures for, for you to, to, to look. And it's like, so... There's the the battery is under here. 
uh, and uh, you know, kind of starts explaining like how the the wires are are connected. It's like I basically the the really the the core premise was based on the you know the standard music box design. I just had to build it out from being something that's purely mechanical to something that can run on electric power. Hmm. Although you might be able to make it run on a crank or add a crank, because if it's running on exo- ectoplasm, just have a ghost play the piano. This is Echo's thought thought process. <laughs> yeah, people tend to get pretty squirrely about buying a possessed piano. Well, the ghost doesn't need to be included, but I suppose you have included it, so that's fine. <laughs> Can I take a look underneath? Uh, sure. Just uh, don't don't touch anything. It's all pretty delicate. Echo needs to very much restrain herself from touching anything. (laughs) (laughs) But if it's an electric crank, you could get a lot more mileage out of a lot less ectoplasm. And that means less ghosts used. But then if it winds down, it'll slow down and that'll be inconsistent. But if you can get a whole night's performance out of it, we're going to need a bigger wheel. See, that was my problem, is that I I don't want to have any of the, the machinery visible outside of the piano casing. Mm. Just want it to be the piano by itself, playing itself. I had to, you know, I have to consider the appearance as well. It's very impressive that you did that. Maybe there's a fancy thing to put on top? <sighs> I thought about that. It just, it, it. Just messes with the the line of the thing, you know? And I, for a while, I thought about, you know, doing the thing where you, you prop open the lid, but it still just reveals too much of the, the inner workings of the whole thing, you know? Th- this, I think, is the, the way to make it the lo- most marketable. Hmm. I understand. But I, I see your point. Like, the, the battery in here is, it's... Honestly, that's kind of the the most difficult part, because getting batteries of this size is expensive. Yeah, I can understand that. Hmm. Perhaps we can set a timer so it is not constantly running. Oh, no, there is a, uh, here. And she, like, (laughs) helps you out from under the piano and, like, walks you around to say, so there is this switch here where I can turn it, you can toggle it on and off. So obviously I wouldn't want to be draining the battery constantly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I think that (laughs) just Echo and, and, and your new friend who eventually, like, 20 minutes into the conversation remembers to to introduce herself um as is old so <laughs> like are just happily chattering away about uh ideas for for this piano and i think at at some point she mentions that she she's been trying to also figure out yeah like a, an automatically um playing harp and how to make that work which is even harder because it's like there's so many, you know. There's there's not there's even less room to hide the machinery in a harp, and then you know. I think that's the point where the blueprints come out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think at one point for like the harp thing, Echo starts rummaging around in her coat and pulls out some of her her gadgets, and one's like yeah. a wrist mounted 
sort of jagged piston that must be some sort of automatic lockpick. And she's like, pretend you didn't see this one, but also copy this design because I think you can get some finesse out of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll leave the two of them just happily chattering away. Uh, and, and we're going to go over to Arlene. Arlene, you, you have to wait in line for a little bit. Um, there, there's a, a few other people waiting for, for face painting. Um, most of them are, are kids much younger than you, but there are also a few other teens and, and young adults, uh, you know, kind of more around your age that, that are waiting for face painting. Um, and, and you finally get up there. I think there's like probably three or four people that are doing face painting in, in this little area. Uh, and you finally get up to, to an open space. Um, it's a, a older person with you know their their hair is is done up in kind of a, some some intricate braids and i think that they uh have sort of a like um clearly all of the like face painter artists here did like each other's face painting at the start of the day they've got some like cool um blue and green feather patterns around their eyes and like all right what can i do for you i had a thought and then i just had another thought right this second <laughs> yes can you do like tiger stripes? Oh, Ooh, yes. <gasps> oh no. Absolutely. Yeah, so I will start doing maybe like instead of orange some like fun bright color. We're going to get some Lisa Frank tiger stripes yes! on here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the exact Arlene vibe to be honest. Yes, yes. So so some really really bright uh bright colorful tiger stripes for for Arlene. So like Arlene while, while this, and teal. <laughs> yes. So Arlene while while this is happening you're you're kind of watching like past this person's shoulder as you see um Darlene and Val make their way to the carnival games. Let's start with uh let's start with Darlene. Hello. You approach the milk bottle shooting. <laughs> I do, yes, and I look at it. I think I think how it catches Darling's attention is that she hears a gunshot and then looks around like, oh, oh, it's a good thing I brought my tiny guns. And then um, <laughs> notices it's it's just milk bottles. And she's like, oh, never mind. It's it's a game. No yes. danger puts the tiny, tiny, tiny guns away. <laughs> Yeah, turns them back into pearls. Yes, vest. You, no one saw anything. What do you mean? Just zip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and as as you head over, um, I I don't think there's too much of a line here. Um, what giant stuffed animal catches your eye that you are suddenly deeply determined to win? Elephant. Elephant. Okay. Mm. Do we have elephants? We do now. Okay. <laughs> yep. I dig it. <laughs> they are the giant shadows, marsh elephants living in yeah, the they... swamplands. Yeah. <laughs> they hang out in the Dagger Isles, probably. Yeah. Or Severos. Probably actually Severos. They'd be in Severos. They, but... Yeah, they, they, they know exactly where to walk so they don't just sink right through, you know? They 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 don't yeah. they don't gotta worry about quicksand or anything of the like because they're so just in tune you know and 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 that's how we get roads I don't know so. 
I actually like that a lot. <laughs> oh, lore? The people in Severos can just follow the elephant paths. Exactly. I nice. like this. Big brains. Lore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So there's a, a giant, giant stuffed elephants available to win here. And so, yeah, you, you, you walk up and the, the purveyor uh, will, will tell you that, you know, we'll, we'll explain the rules and, you know, how, how the, you know, points work and et cetera. Um, basically, the way this is going to work mechanically is that uh, there, there's a clock <laughs> and you'll need to make, uh, you'll, you'll get three uh, hunt rolls to see if you can fill up the, the clock to win the giant elephant. I think it's going to be, we're going to say it's a five tick clock. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and, and roll hunt. There's, there's no, there's no position, no effect. Just, just make a roll. We're, we'll basically do this the same as like, uh, you know, if, if you were filling like a long-term project clock in downtime. So if you get a one to a three, you fill one tick, uh, four or five fills two, a six will fill three and a critical will fill the whole thing. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, so, knowing Aki, she's going to fill this on the first yeah. try. I'm waiting for the do you want a picture. Yeah. So, go ahead and roll. <laughs> oh, boy. Say the line, Aki. <laughs> did, you get, did you actually get a fucking uh, well, critical? Well, I got a six out of five, so it's very close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Yay. so you got a six. <laughs> so that's that's the three. Three of your five. Just a, I should have made this a bigger clock. What, what do I? Uh, I just bam shatter a bottle. Uh, and then yeah, go ahead and roll again. You you get three rolls. You're not going to need them mm-hmm. clearly. I have five this time. Uh, five. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that does it. <laughs> that gets you two. So that fills it in with enough uh, the the kind of skill that has the proprietor of this stall looking a little worried as he hands over your giant stuffed elephant. What what, what kind uh, of you, gun? Because I think it would be hilarious if they gave me like a revolver and I just smack it once. <laughs> like you're in a western no, yeah like i'm in a western it's like, oh, oh, oh i haven't held one of these in a while smack bam okay <laughs> give me my elephant yeah yeah yep yeah that's that's what it is it's but it's i mean it's like it's a it's you know it's a it's a cheap it's made to look like a revolver but it's like it's a cheap like bb gun because it's it's not they're not firing actual bullets. This is a carnival yeah, exactly. game for children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of course, of course. I know what it means to be a normal, regular child. As a former child, I. <laughs> as someone who was once a child myself, I can. I, I have eighteen years of experience as a child. In yes, fact, yes, I have so much experience with the. I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just hands you the giant Ma'am, elephant. It's just like you, you, you can have it. You can have the elephant. Thank, thank you. It's a nice big one. We get, we get like a piece of rope and we tie it around. Now I have the elephant for a backpack. Yep. Back, back <laughs> I was just gonna say, please tell me that this is now riding Pearl. <laughs> it could, it could, though I'm worried about it because if it's a giant elephant and Pearl is also a giant tiger, um, 
not not the grocery store, just just a big tiger. Um, <laughs> would tying it to Pearl hinder her? Like, is the trunk gonna no. be like, oh, look at that, a blind side, you know? I don't. It's not that big. Okay, cool. Then then, then yeah, we'll put it we'll put it on on Pearl. And now Pearl yeah. is in a vest with um an elephant plushie, a big one. I, I think yep. the hard thing is just going to be convincing Pearl that the toy is not for her. What do you mean it's yeah. not? Who is it for? <laughs> okay, no, you're... Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I guess, yeah. Darling, who is this for? Well, well I was going to basically... My my intentions uh, with today was to um, go to every single carnival game and win a prize and then divvy it up afterwards. Excellent. Yeah, that good. was the intention. Good, good, good. So Pearl does count as a part of whom whom I may divvy it up to. Um, another okay. thing that I am okay with doing is going to a carnival game. And you know when it's like you can win those tiny ones and the idea is you keep playing until you trade it up for a big one? Yes. Um, I just want to win a handful of those mini ones. Gotcha. They'll be like, you want to trade? Okay. like, no. Give me another dog. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Give me the tiny monkey. I want seven of them. Like just a bunch of smaller toys. Eventually I trade them up for bigger ones. But the idea is I want to accumulate. I want to be one of those people that walk around the fair and they have like a whole bag full of toys that they've won. And they're just walking yes. around with a giant plastic bag. Like we have so many monkeys. Yeah, but then I, but we also have so many NPCs. I oh, that's to, also true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea is that, like, Darling's just going to keep winning them. And my goal is to make sure that um, everybody in this party has one, not including her, because whatever is Pearl's will be in her house, right? And right. then, and then, yeah. and then whatever is left over, I can give it to, like, tricks and um, a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of, of the, of the prostitutes that I visit frequently. They just get a bunch of stuffed monkeys one day, right? Like, that's, it's so cute. Uh, Bailey can get one too. Like, why the fuck not? You know, um, yeah, yes. just, just, just the idea. Like, I'll just accumulate a whole bunch of them. I can send a bird to my rival, <laughs> who is a Keter, uh, and yeah. just, yes. <laughs> and just, and, and that's this it. is very you know, good. Like, that's the idea. I want to have a whole <laughs> bunch of these. Because Darling doesn't know when to stop. I love this. <laughs> oh my god. So as as Darling is is securing the giant elephant to Pearl, we, we pan over to Val, who is at the ski ball setup. Yeah. Val, what what are uh, uh, is there anything in particular here you're trying to win, or or is this just about is this just about love of the it's game? Just for the passion for the sport. We understand each <laughs> other. <laughs> I would sure hope so. It was never about the prizes. It was never about the prizes. It was just about the game. About the integrity. <laughs> it's about coming out here and doing your best and just, <laughs> you know, just put on a really there good was game an of arcade ski. arcade in the mall that I used to go to as a teenager, and they had ski ball, and I miss it. Oh, anyway, um, so... You you can win a prize, so I am going to give you basically the same setup of you. You've got a, a five tick clock to to win a prize, but you you haven't really paid attention to the prizes, uh -huh. so you do not know what they are. I have some ideas. It's though. a mystery prize. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm open to hearing ideas, but yeah. Uh, what uh, what skill do you want to roll for for this? this? Feels like a finesse roll. I would agree. 
So just a standard, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. B- basically, these are all fortune rolls, essentially, is what, what we're doing here okay, today. Okay, that's a three and a six. Okay, so that, that'll get you three ticks. Out of how many are on the clock? I'm sorry. Five. Five are on the, on the clock, yeah. So on a six, I think... Oh my gosh, I'm trying to picture... Yeah, it's just one after the other. Choo, 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 right into the 100 hole. Mm-hmm. They're just crushing it. Yes. All right. Give me another roll. Alrighty. Uh, that's a three, unfortunately. All right. I, I think that, like, some some kid comes up and is staring at you. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. <laughs> is and that the same kid? Just, oh my god, that one kid, yes. <laughs> from the train. That one kid. I think it is that one kid from the train. Oh no. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just we we have there there is one one annoying child that plagues the whiskey jays and it is this kid. <laughs> uh yeah. It's just standing there staring at Val, making Val feel self-conscious so you don't do as well. But you've you've got you've got one more you've got one more roll. Oh, I'm still in it. Yeah, you get you get three rolls. Let's see if we can pull a comeback. I cannot. I rolled a two. My highest was a two. Oh. Well, fortunately, you only had one more tick to fill in. Oh, splendid! On the clock. So even though this this child's unblinking stare it unnerves you, and and after your your early performance was strong enough uh, that you still get enough points to to win the the big prize at at the skee ball booth. Um, what was your idea for for what it is? Oh, if I if I won big, if I won big, oh my god, is gigantic it gigantic worm on a string? Oh my, don't tempt me. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> I did it already. What if it's actually something that's like fairly legit? Because you know how in like arcades at the prize table, like way high up, there'll be something like a Bluetooth speaker or a skateboard or like something. Actually, can I just put a skateboard? <laughs> no. Why not? Skateboards haven't been invented no. yet. It's the 1920s. <laughs> but I want to shred. <gasps> oh my god. No, 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 no. Let Echo invent it because it's literally just a piece of wood with wheels. And, oh my god, Echo could make so much fucking money. Wait, uh, have rollerbl- rollerblades have been invented yet? Surely, right? S- uh, roller skates, definitely. Okay, I win a pair of roller skates. Val will not use them, and we'll give them to Echo. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see Echo on roller skates. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I what I'm picturing is just. A wide shot of a street, and then Echo coming in from off screen, just perfectly still and straight, just rolling through oh <laughs> from one side of the shot to the other. <laughs> just no, no movement. Just <laughs> on on the flip side, I was picturing Echo getting really proficient at it and like speed skating this shit and like using it in combat and just being. <laughs> Fantastic and badass. Also that. So 
Yeah, you 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 all kind of eventually you you can drift back together uh, at this point with your your winnings and acquisitions and and new. F- I I think uh, Echo, you you haven't gained anything material other than uh, a business card and uh, a new friend. Yay! <laughs> Everybody else had uh, you know. Uh, Arlene has uh, expertly done face paint. The parents have won prizes. And yeah, do you all want to head anywhere together at this point? Or do you want to split up again? Might I tempt you with the tarot card reading? Yes, I want to do tarot card Please, readings. Please, tarot card readings. I also want it, but but I still want to accumulate... <laughs> My my small yes yeah you you all you all can yes you all can definitely split up I think, again. I don't think Val has much interest in the tarot. I think we could do parents and kids split up. I'm cool Ooh. with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I think what will happen with Darling is once I have I have satisfyingly just wiped this place out um, <laughs> with, <laughs> of 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 their of their toys. I will. That is when if there is time to do things like. Like the tarot specifically, that's when she'll go do it. But right now, she's having way too much fun obliterating these fools. <laughs> yeah, Even when they try to cheat <laughs> in the ring toss, it's like it's like haha, it's 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 too small to fit all the regular bottles. And the darling's like, nah, bitch. Boom, throws the ring, bonks into the other ring, lands perfectly on on the the big prize bottle. That's how we win this. That's how we do this. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with with saying that uh you don't have to keep making rolls. I'm fine with darling just being in the background just f- fleecing people out of <laughs> their giant stuffed animals. I'll take the small ones too. It's okay. I got to accumulate for all my NPCs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, Darling's just <laughs> every time Darling re-enters the scene, there's just more stuffed animals. <laughs> I have to start yeah, I have to start giving them to the little kids that are there because it's like there's no point in winning them when the big bag lady has has them all. What uh so what were the the rest of you doing at this point? It would be fun to see Veltester's strength, I think. And I thought Echo and Arlene were doing tarot. Okay. So Echo and and Arlene are gonna head over to the tarot card reading. Yeah, I think does is it Arlene's idea or Echo's idea? I I think it's Arlene's idea, but Echo nods unusually vigor- vigorously at the idea. <laughs> yeah, so I think Echo's or Arlene is like, Echo, do you wanna go do that? And and so when Echo nods, she kind of grabs Echo's hand and like drags her towards the, Which is easy to do on her new roller skates, which are already on. <laughs> yeah, so just Arlene has Echo by the hand, and Echo is behind, like, <laughs> rolling <Yeah>. along. <laughs> they definitely squeak. They're brand new roller skates, yeah. but they do skate. Uh, yeah. Do squeak. That's really good. <laughs> the two of you get to the the um, the the tarot card reading tent and push the the tent flap aside and. Inside is a, um, let's see, I think an uh, older man looks uh, um, Akarosian, um, you know, light skin, uh, dark hair that's uh, worn long, um, kind of pulled back into a sort of a low ponytail. He's got like very dramatic eye makeup and very nicely done nail polish as he's shuffling the cards and 
gestures for you you to come in and uh as as he sees that echo is rolling is like oh um mind the the carpet there uh don't want you to trip (laughs) (laughs) echo gently removes them but she still holds them on her lap because she likes them a lot yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right so coming to get some insight into past present and future yes all right. Which one of you wants to go first? I thought you should go. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, go for it. Then I will go first. Okay. So, for for those who who uh, among our our listeners uh, and for for Aki uh, who who is not here with the magpies, um, because I have no chill uh, <laughs> with the magpies. Uh, I also did a tarot card reading, uh, but. The tarot that exists in the real world, um, uh, some of the, the cards, the major arcana and the suits don't, uh, map onto the setting of Blades in the Dark very neatly. So I rewrote some of them. You, more like all of so them. So I have a, not, not all Close. of them, just a chunk of them. I didn't rewrite the meanings. The meanings are all the same. I just rewrote what some of the cards look like. So I did not redo and I did not create a brand new tarot deck. I just reflavored some of them. So he looks at Echo and shuffles the deck. And the first card that he deals out is the Knight of Void. Oh. The next one is the Ten of Void, reversed. And then the final one is the Pearl. Ooh, I don't know what those translate to in an actual tarot deck, so you have to explain them yeah. to me. <laughs> yes, I, I will I will do so. So, kind of looks at them and is like, so, the Knight of Void. This represents uh, a disappointment, in your past, something or someone that let you down. But that disappointment has led you to where you find yourself now, here. And he taps the ten of void, uh, which is to a place of fulfillment, of a place where you're able to start achieving your dreams. Echo cocks her head like, She's thinking really hard about that one. And if you follow through on this path that you're on, and he, he touches the, the pearl, which is the, the, the card has a sort of uh, iridescence to it. It's a really beautiful looking card. If you keep staying on this path, it will lead you to success and a place of joy, I think. She cocks her head a little more like she is doubtful of that. <laughs> but she puts her finger up and moves it like she's doing some mental math, maybe calculating something <laughs> astrological and says, yeah. as maybe this is a very nice deck. And now for you. Okay. Yes. Let's see what the cards have for you. So... He, he, you know, sets the, the cards that, that he played out for, for Echo's side and shuffles the deck and then plays out for Arlene, 
first the the three of blades reversed, then the hermit, then the ace of blades. Mm. Mm. Says that in your past, you've come from a place of either being able to recover and forgive or needing to do those things. Perhaps something happened that you feel you need to forgive someone for. And your present is the hermit, which is about looking for truth, looking for guidance, a purpose, perhaps. It definitely doesn't mean that you spend too much time in your room. I'm the one who does that. (laughs) (laughs) No, the hermit doesn't necessarily mean isolation. But in your future, think similar to your friend here, it seems that if you keep following this path that you're on, keep exploring, continue on your search for truth, it will give you the, the breakthrough that you need. The, the clarity that you're seeking. Oh, okay. But which path, I wonder? I mean, is <laughs> that is up to you. I mean, it sounds like the point is that I don't really know what path right now. Gathers up the cards again. And it's, I just read the cards. What they mean and what you make of it is up to you. But hopefully it... Gives you something to think about, if nothing else. Shuffle them up again and, and set them aside. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the festival. Yeah, thank you. You as well. Uh, good luck. He will just give give you a nod, uh, and you step back outside. It was it was oddly like sort of quiet and muffled in there. And as you you step back out, uh, the the lights hanging in the street and sort of the the sounds. Of the uh, the festival all kind of come rushing back in. I'm not one to pry, but you need to forgive someone? Question mark? Uh, I don't really know what all that is about. Echo is slowly putting her roller skates back on. <laughs> I think if it's not obvious, it's probably going to default to forgiving yourself for something. I didn't do anything. I'm fine. I think she <laughs> looks across the the square to see Darling just absolutely murdering carnival games with <laughs> assassin weapon skill and say, if you say so, I'm not good at self-forgiveness either, so I cannot judge. What about you? What did all that mean for you? Mm. It mostly makes sense. I am not certain... That the path I am on, the person I need to, you know, will bring joy and satisfaction, only safety for others. And, I mean, I suppose here I am happier than I thought I would be. She kind of kicks her (laughs) skated foot so the wheels go... I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely think a priority should be safety and happiness for you. No, you're not allowed to not be joyful and happy in the future. Well, if it's not allowed, then I suppose I have no choice. Good. Are you going to make me have to say that the same goes for you? Because you don't like to follow the rules. I don't like to follow the rules. You're right. 
But luckily, I'm pretty focused on my own happiness already. So, hey. That is good. Does that mean a future for you and your girlfriend? She's trying to put that lilt on it, but she, her voice is monotone, so. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. I would love to see the look on Darling's face if you two ever got married. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm not saying you should, but it I'm will be a good I'm just saying that face. Darlene would be terrifying. Can you imagine Darlene planning a wedding? Actually, let's not talk about this. That seems like I'm going to jinx it. <laughs> I think in the distance the two of you can see uh, Darlene wrestling an enormous teddy bear into uh, a bag that has materialized from somewhere and start heading in, in that general direction. So let's check back in with Val. Yeah. Are you are you still kind of wandering around with Darling and and her her stuffed animal quest or have you have you set off on your own again? Oh, that's right. I wanted to try out the test your strength game for Val. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that that's basically just kind of like set up uh in in the street across from Hedwig's parking lot. Right. And there there are prizes. The prizes all appear to be identical. It seems like it's very much a participation sort of thing. There doesn't seem to be any way of measuring your strength. Okay. It mostly seems to be, here's a sledgehammer <laughs> and some scrap metal. Go have fun. So it's a rage room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're billing it as a test your strength thing. That's so good. But yeah, if, you, if you'd like to see uh, how much damage Val can do... Uh, I would love that. Give me some. Give me. Uh, I believe that this this could only be wreck. I have nothing in wreck. <laughs> Let's do it anyway. All right. Ooh. Oh no. Um. So it's take the lower right when you don't have yep. any rank. I uh -huh. rolled a one. Oh no. Val's old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is not the kind of thing that you normally you normally do. So no. you get in there, you you pick up a hammer, and there there's like a, a you know an, an old car door propped up on on something, and you you know take a swing at it, and your hammer just kind of bounces off. Oh dear! And you take a couple more, you 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 take a few more swings at it, and you you put you put some dents in it eventually, but like by by the time you decide to call it quits, like. Oh, you're gonna need to like you're you're gonna be feeling that tomorrow. Yeah. Whatever you just did to your back, oh, you're gonna feel that tomorrow. I, yep. Val, Val just had a real big moment of like, I probably could have done this, you know, twenty years ago, mm -hmm. thirty years ago. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Not but, anymore. Uh, yep. Uh, nonetheless, as as you head out, you you get to pick. From the giant bin of cool tires. Oh my god. That they have out there in every color under the sun. Is there one that Echo doesn't have yet? Oh yeah. Val is going to pick out a red cool tires with some hot rod flames on it. Nice. <laughs> All right. And yeah, let's check back in with Darling. Darling, what's your stuffed animal situation like? Immaculate. 
Um, <laughs> I have so much. I have too much. Um, I think I yes. think it's gotten to the point where they're like, there, there's there are multiple carnival stands that will. They're not letting you. Yeah, play they're anymore. like, please stop, please, please think of the kids. And, yeah, and I just go, what, what about yeah. them? As I'm like, occasionally giving. A f- like a tiny toy to like one of the one of the kids that just stop and stare you know just just do the job yeah. it's they it's <laughs> not my fault i'm so good at this you know like just <laughs> just just give them no literally give them some stuff um occasionally the rest though i save for all all my npcs and my pcs and then afterwards it'll just go yeah. to a toy drive or something or like occasional <laughs> birthday gift. I'll save it. It's in the closet. And, um... Yeah. I'm care... I think Darling is, though, in fact, carrying one of those giant plastic bags filled with toys. Like, it's very obvious. Yeah. Just... Just giant bag stuffed. Um, and... And Pearl is <laughs> carrying a few on her back. Well, she does... She... She has one in her mouth at this point, though. Yeah, we we definitely got one that was chew toy adjacent, and she gets mm-hmm. to chew on that one. Whereas the elephant will be like the new bed for a while, you know. Like in the living room, we like lounge on like yeah. a couch or something, and Pearl will have giant elephant stuffy. <laughs> I think Echo rolls up gently and is like, <laughs> "There's not going to be any festival left." Exactly, because I've won. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, stuffed you, you didn't tell me that this was a party you could yes, win. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you should have put, you should have put, like, the gamble in it, you know? I, I've done so well. Echo, is there a, uh, a, a, oh. Is there anything of, of, of the variety that I have that you fancy? Oh, um, I think I am fine. Okay, but what if I had a model train in here? Oh my god. Echo stares and mechanically blinks. Well, if there's a model train in there. I open I open <laughs> the bag. Um, there are squeaking noises because some of these things have like a squish in it. Um a squish? A squeak? Oh my you know, god. you know the thing? And and I'm like digging through, digging, d- digging, and uh then finally I just pull out a box. Like a cardboard box or whatever, boom, train. Somehow I want it. Yeah, ski ball. Ski ball. The ski ball game, I think, doesn't have a lot of stuffed animals. It has a lot of other things. Yeah, and I pull it out, and it's um, it's nothing like elaborately fancy or anything like that. Because like, why would you have that at a carnival, right? Um, so it's uh, but it's I think it's nice enough that it's it's a decent size, won't take up too much space. Um, so you can put it all like on a desk or whatnot, but the wheels work, so it 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 moves, and and I give it to Echo. Oh, I can use this. Thank you. Yeah, you could take this too. And and Val is gonna toss the qu- cool tires to Echo as they walk by. Val, you already got me a present. Yeah, I have another one. Oh, Val, you are here. Thank you. What do you fancy? And I wiggle my bag. Good gods! <laughs> that is a lot! Yes, you did not tell me there was an aspect of winning. <laughs> it wasn't a competition. But there were other competitors, and I beat them. 
<laughs> How many children have you made cry today? <laughs> I a lot now that I think about it. I was mostly beating their parents. Oh my god. Alright, let's see what you got. Echo gently takes out a stuffed monkey and puts it around Val's neck. <laughs> with like the wide arms. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? D- don't worry about it. She's just hanging around. <sighs> All right. Some may say that it would drive you bananas. You're pushing it, Don. <laughs> You're pushing it. I don't know. I think it's uh, a given that we should enjoy these jokes. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yes, one. Arlene. Arlene, come here. Come here, dear. Pick from the bag. Yes. Oh. I think Arlene covers her eyes with one hand and reaches in and grabs something. Oh, <laughs> what do you grab? Hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like I want it to be a stuffed fish. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Is she? It's it's like a a big stuffed fish in the same like really bright fantastical colors as your face paint which is not the kind of we don't have fish that look like that anymore <laughs> they don't look like that in the void it's space. a fantasy creature i yeah it's a I fantasy creature had unicorn stuffed animals and those don't yeah. exist in the real world so i think she just looks at it and she grins oh this is neat yes i've won many things wait and i pull out um like a small um small bear that had a small, very patchworky bear, right? But it's supposed to be like, you know, a bunch of different like colors, but the way it's made is that it's patchwork on purpose. Okay, I'll give it to Arlene mm-hmm. and be like, for your uh, girlfriend. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell her it's for oh, you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go do that. <laughs> she kisses Darlene's cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Except that she can't lean up and do it, so she has to like get on her tiptoes and give her a very commanding yep, look. Yep, yep. I know, I know. I just <laughs> lean in one direction and it will work out. So I, I think that as as you all are standing here handing out stuffed animals and and other prizes, uh, you you hear uh, a shout from from Hedwig's uh, parking lot of, "Oh, hey, uh, darling, Val." Echo, and as as you know, shouting, you look look over and and see that uh, Hedwig is is kind of leaning over her her fence and waving at you. It's like, yeah, come come on in, uh, get something to eat. Oh, thank you. Oh, Hedwig, good you're here. And I bring the bag up to her, and I go, "Do you have a preference?" Oh my goodness, you have been Very. busy. Um, and I acquired them all without cheating, I swear. If you say it like that, it sounds like you did cheat though, darling. Yeah, I mean there's just But why would I why so would I them. cheat? Um, oh no, I know you didn't cheat. I'm just saying that if you say it like that, it sounds like you did. Do you do you have uh dogs? Do you have, I any have dogs lots in there? Of dogs, and I start pulling out dogs. Oh. <laughs> okay, just I just need just one is is fine. I just, do, do you just want a, little, a droopy eared um, dog, or do you want a like a like the ears clipped up dog? I I like I like a little I droopy eared one. I give you a droopy eared dog. Thank you. He's very cute, 
she she will tuck the little droopier dog uh in into a pocket of 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 her overalls and then we'll we'll kind of bring you all in to the uh the parking lot which uh yeah is currently basically just a, a big cookout it it smells awesome uh for those of you who can smell things there's uh a lot of stuff being grilled um it's all like you know hand food there's a few places to to like you know sit down and eat or like some tables that that you can stand at um but a lot of it is is just you know stuff that you can uh eat one-handed while you're walking around so like there's uh you know kebabs there's wraps um echo is just rolling her cool tires on one of the tables <laughs> next to Val. <laughs> there there is notably absolutely no alcohol. Val, you you would know from the past that they the union uh unions that run the the whole festival keep things locked down very tight. They keep it very very clean. I see. Um because they don't want to give the cops an excuse to cause trouble. Right. There, there were a couple in years past. Uh, there were a couple uh, incidents where people like snuck alcohol in, and it it led to some problems uh, where the blue coats came in and started beating people up because that's what they do. Uh, so now they're just like, Mm-mm, no, <laughs> we're not going to give them even the barest hint of a reason. Right. This is above board. <laughs> Completely. So, yeah, she she'll say like, yeah. Since uh, your friends of mine, uh, you you know, first, uh, I'll let them know that uh, your your first meal is is on me. So, help yourselves. No, uh, Edwig, we're gonna we're gonna pay you. Nope. If you want to make a donation, that is fine. And something you will do separately of this thing that I am doing for you, my friends. Well, that's sweet. Val just needs to catch up in points so they can win the festival instead. I, I'm not out to oh, win Oh, is that anything. what's happening I, here? What? Nothing. I no, am going I am to, just teasing. I am going to make a donation. And they do air quotes as they say that, as they fish into their pocket. <laughs> Ooh, cool skates, Echo. Thank you, Val got them for me. Spins the wheels. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of food options here. Uh, feel free to to add your own spin on things if there's particular street or festival food that you want to have. We can do hot dogs, right? Yeah, there's definitely a sausage in a bun type situations. Uh, meat on a stick is my favorite, and so... It- yeah, and it's also the oh yeah, it's also the best way to feed um, Pearl. So meat on a stick, <laughs> and then I gesture to you, yes. Pearl, and I go big meat on a stick, please. So that way she is not she is her own person, um, and so and she does not like to be shy. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like they're, they're like the the place you're at they have like uh several like uh rotisserie chickens just on like a spit over a grill and they you know normally they're just like they're cooking them and then they take the chickens off and break them down and you know we'll we'll you know 
sell the chicken that way. But the the the, the woman selling him just sort of looks at you, looks at the tiger, looks at you, grabs just like a really big <laughs> skewer and just slides like two chickens <laughs> onto it <laughs> and just tells you how much it costs. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then we cut to Pearl just happily going to town on a couple of rotisserie oh, yes. chickens. Good day. Good party. Uh, what does Arlene get for food? I feel like it's like some manner of fried fish. Oh, there's probably definitely fish yeah. and chips. Yeah. And then also if there's anything that is, like, sweet. Oh, they would definitely have... Why am I blanking on it? Funnel cake? What's the... Yes, funnel cake. It might, it just evaporated from my brain entirely. They absolutely have funnel cake. It's fine. There, There is some kind of extremely sweet, messy, sugary cake situation happening here. Fried cake situation. Echo doesn't get anything. And just no. tries to politely do her own thing. I think that... that Hedwig has encountered like Echo doesn't like to eat in front of other people before and it's just like okay that's Echo's thing that's fine I'm not gonna pressure her about it <laughs> I feel like Arlene vaguely pushes the funnel cake towards Echo just to make it look like Echo is partaking in the funnel cake yeah yeah the food the food is all good and it, it smells nice and there's just you know a lot of people just hanging around and chatting and drifting in and out of the area and you you do notice because this is basically kind of at the end of the street that there is a uh, blue coat car parked like on the cross street and they're just kind of clearly keeping an eye on the whole situation and just as clearly there's a few like union uh, representatives who are on the um, enforcer end of the scale <laughs> in terms of muscle mass <laughs> hanging out. On their side of the street, and nobody's doing anything, but everyone's just kind of hanging out and keeping an eye on each other. So you uh, you finish up your food, and I I think that uh, as as you're heading out, darling, your 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 bag of of goodies is much lighter. You've you've handed out stuff to your your friends and loved ones. And some other random children who looked sad. Mm-hmm. I'm not heartless. I'm not heartless. And I have to build that army of, <laughs> of children at some point. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I don't know if... I don't know if you wanted to, to make a visit to the the, uh, the tarot card I do, reading I tent. Do, yes. Um, once it's like, you know, my stuff is mostly done. I'll be like, oh, I might as well pay a stop at the card reader. Yeah, well, because I I think that Val, yeah, as as you're all leaving, what draws your attention mm-hmm. is uh, somebody has set up uh, not even like a formal stall. They just have a little table, and it it just grabs you like a, a compass swinging to north. Of watch the ball, try your luck. Two rounds is double or nothing. Uh, just the, the, the patter of a, a cup and ball betting game, and it just hooks right into that gambling vice of yours. Oh, yes. And do, 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 I think you find yourself just, just walking on over. I, I think Echo has followed and is quietly watching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arlene, where are you heading? I feel like Arlene wants to dance. All right. You can definitely go do that. 
I think that the the bands have just switched out. So there's a, a new band that's coming up that is uh, probably doing more of like a, a like a jazz swing type thing. So I need Arlene to be into like whatever the dancing thing is right now. I don't know that it's swing in the twenties, but like Charleston, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. New new band is taking the stage that is is playing music that you're meant to dance to. So a bunch of people are are getting on the dance floor. Arlene is just making random friends to dance with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there's there's enough people that, yeah, are, didn't come here with somebody to dance with that you can definitely grab folks. So, Val, uh, I will tell you that for for this, um, for your your this this betting game, uh, the first round you're gonna win. Okay. Because you always win the first round. Oh. Uh-huh. Is this the shell game? Of course. I have watched so many college freshmen uh, get taken for a fucking ride on the CTA <laughs> by con artists with this game. They, you win the first round, and then the second round is double or nothing. First round, you win. If you want to walk away after that point, you are going to have to make some kind of roll, uh, some kind of resistance roll. Oh, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I'm in it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So the second round, it is going to be basically 50-50 odds. Okay. I'm going to have you call odds or evens. You're going to lose all of the money like uh, that you brought to spend for the day. So Can I help Val out? <laughs> oh, interesting. How would you want to do that? Uh, I think I want to be specifically looking for the cheat try and figure out mm. where the ball is actually going and then just point it out <laughs> I, th- I think if he tries to take val on too much of a ride she'll just be like it's in your sleeve <laughs> okay echo give me some kind of role for 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 doing that assist i'm gonna go with study yeah that makes sense i got a three so nope okay <laughs> yeah, that, that unfortunately, Echo, you 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 lose track of of where this guy is is moving things. He's really fast. So yeah, Kim, uh, odds or evens. If I roll the number the the side that you call, you you keep your money. Let's go with evens. Evens. I rolled a three. No. <laughs> so you have lost. Uh, all, all of the money that you brought today, but the guy's like, hey, you know, rough, I know that's rough, that's rough, that's rough, but, you know, let's, let's go a third round, let's go a third round, win it, win it back, you know, we'll go, you can win it all back and then some, eh? What do you say, what do you say? All right, all right, you convinced me, let's go. All right. Al, are you sure? If I keep trying, I'll win it back. That's not necessarily true. Yes, it is. It's not how statistics. Okay. So I will tell you that the the stakes on this are losing a coin. Okay. Echo, you you can try to assist again if you would like. Uh, sure. I'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. I got a five this time. Okay. You're like ninety percent sure that it it's it's up his sleeve. It's not under any of the cups. Well, let, let's see how it... I want to see Val's reaction first. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, go ahead and 
Pick a number, odds or evens. <sighs> Let's go with odds. Okay. I'm not going to bother rolling the dice because it's not under any of the cuffs. <laughs> he picks up oh. the, the one that you point to. He's like, oh, sorry, friend. I Bad luck, bad luck. And he'll, he'll you know, take the rest of your money. I don't think Echo's even going to say anything. I think Echo's just going to straight up reach into the guy's sleeve. <laughs> oh, it, uh, it, no, don't. <clears throat> Listen, I'm sorry. She's just. And try to pull the ball out. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Val, it's in his sleeve. You stinking cheetah. All right, now, listen, we don't need to make a whole thing of this. I agree. I will give you back. Your friend here is very perceptive. I will give you back what you lost on the last round and take my business elsewhere. No, I think you're going to give me back everything that you fleece me out of. No, we're going to act like this never happened. For what it's worth, we are not snitches. I just don't like my friend being taken like that. He's going to do the math on this situation of like, mm, I am outnumbered. There's a lot of people around. I, I don't want to. He's like, all right. And gives you back all your money. Much obliged. Yeah, yeah. Grumbling to himself. I thought it's going to Sorry. So while, while that is happening, Darling has, uh, headed over to the the tarot reading booth, which I, I think that there's like a little uh uh light that that like comes on outside when when uh somebody's in there and it's it's on right now. Um and you know she she only has to wait outside for for a few moments before somebody ducks out and it it clicks off and so she can duck in and I imagine there is a fair amount of ducking because Darling is yes long huge. There is there is a lot She's of darling. Also beefy. I forgot I made her quite beef, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the man sitting at the the table will look up at you and be like, "Well, hello, hello there." You'd like to have a seat and gain a little insight into your past, present, and future. Yes, I would love to. Though I must say, if you if you pull any weird parlor tricks on me, I I do have a very large cat outside. Oh, no, no tricks here. Just what the cards have to say. Good, good, good. And by tricks, I mean like pulling a knife on me or or something like that. I I would I would highly advise against it. Um, other than that, we're good. Are you this paranoid with everyone? Well, I mean, why not, right? Wouldn't you want to... The last thing I want to do is be, like, cheated out of, I don't know, a, a cup and ball game or something. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, is that guy set up outside again? Oh, there is a cup and ball game. Oh, I was just guessing. Uh, no, no, there, there is. And he's been oh, fleecing people all afternoon. Ah, I see, I see. Well, then I'm correct in being a little bit paranoid. Yes, but I am very straightforward about what I'm doing here. And as as he says that, he will uh, start dealing out the cards. Uh, the first is the Five of Blades. The second is the Emperor. And the last is the Hunter. 
And so he will tap the, the five of blades, say, so seems you're in your past, seems you're coming from a place of unbridled ambition, a desire to, to win above all else. I quietly put, like, put, pushed the um, bag of toys out of sight. <laughs> yes, yes, you're not wrong there. Hmm. And that uh, may have led you to a place, you know, where you found yourself uh, in a position of authority, where you have control and structure over your life, um, perhaps in a parenting role, even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So far, so so good. And moving forward, hmm. He sort of taps the last card, the hunter. <sighs> this is a. An interesting one is it it overlaps some with the emperor. It's another card about control, uh, but it's also about exerting your will, finding a direction, uh, being able to maintain that control. It these cards in combination, your present and future, tell me that uh, perhaps. Maybe something is challenging that control, threatening it. In what mm, does does it provide a context? Because don't tell anyone, but I think I'm rather controlling, and that is an issue that I do not want to resolve. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's gotten me quite far in life, and I'm quite good at it. Well, if if you don't see it as a problem, then perhaps. It isn't a threat at all, but no, there there isn't context here. I merely provide guidance and suggestion. What it means, how it's interpreted, that is up to you to decide, to apply it to your own life. I just bring it here for you to consider. That makes sense. One doesn't commune with Spirits and shit without, um, large consequences. <sighs> Indeed. Well, if there isn't anything else, would you mind doing a reading for my cat? <laughs> Certainly. Uh, would you be willing to bring the cat Would you be in? willing to have such a large creature in your, um, parlor? Yes, out of pure curiosity okay, at this okay, point. Okay, well, if you're... If you're willing, and I tell I tell Pearl because we got that mind link, and then Pearl will will, yeah. will bink bonk in because she's still carrying quite a bit of of stuffed toys, and uh, yep, exactly, and it's just a tiger. His eyes go big. He kind of leans back in his chair, is like, "All right, when you said big cat, you were underselling it. You do understand what do that. you mean? A tiger is a big cat." <sighs> and she doesn't bite unless I tell her to. She's she is house trained. I'm saying all of this and giving Pearl like love. I I will admit this is definitely one of the more unique readings I've been asked to do. But very I just want well. to make sure she's okay. You know, like what if what if the cards go? Ugh, <laughs> my tiger gets diabetes in the next two months. That would be horrid. Considering the diet that I have her on, it is the 
it is it is the seafood diet, as in I just give her anything. <laughs> yes, she sees food, she eats it. That's it's a it's 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 working. I've had no problems for the few years I have owned it. Alright, well let's let's see what the cards have to say about uh what is what is her name? Her name is Pearl. Oh, that's an auspicious name going by the cards. So so he shuffles the cards again. And and he, he will uh address Pearl as he's doing this. He says, Alright, well for your past we have the Leviathan, which represents uh, change, cycles, inevitable fate. Not quite sure what sort of life you would have had before you came here and with, with your current companion, but uh, perhaps it was one that was very mm, repetitive, where you felt maybe out of control. And then for the present, plays the the Ten of Blood. Says, and now you are in a place where you have a lot of responsibility, which gives you both an op- an opportunity for a lot of accomplishment, but also sometimes burdens. And I think he's unable to keep his eyes from like flicking up to the the big. Elephant that's sitting on her. And he's, to his credit, he's keeping an absolutely straight face while he's doing this. Darling will just. He's being very Darling will just nod and be like, it's okay. You can laugh. It's. She knows what she's gotten herself into. She wanted this thing. And then for the future. And before I tell you what this is, I do want to assure everyone I just used a random number generator and I didn't do this on purpose. Did you get the tower? He, f- he flips the tower. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> He's like, hmm. Um, well, it seems that there may be um, some sort of uh, sudden upheaval or... or uh, unforeseen disaster in in your future i'm i'm afraid so look look out for that it's like the time i got arrested that was fun pearl blinks slowly (laughs) (laughs) i do not comprehend consequences (laughs) yeah (laughs) i am a tiger (laughs) you probably shouldn't be telling me about the time you got arrested ma'am and um I, I hope nothing bad happens to your tiger. She seems very nice. Uh, I hope nothing bad happens to her, dude. Rest assured, I will make sure nothing bad happens. Oh no, I don't like that reading. <laughs> <laughs> very sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's all random anyways. Yes, and sometimes the cards can have a flair for the dramatic and the disaster may not be as dire as it sounds. He will shuffle the cards back together and set them aside. Hmm, right. Well, if there's nothing else, I suppose I need to pay you, correct? Uh, that would be uh, much appreciated. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um... It's just 
a pocket change. You don't. It's not oh, like okay. you have to I was gonna. Ask, I was gonna ask how it's much because yeah. I ordered two, so I'll just give him pocket change, and then I'll be like, "All right, just uh, I have a bunch of these. So would you like to pick a random one?" I hold up my bag of toys. <laughs> oh, certainly. I don't get to actually do much at the festival, so he'll just yeah reach in. And I I think you you have a bunch of those mm-hmm. little monkeys, so I think he ends up grabbing one of those and is like. All right. Hooks it onto, like, the back arm of his chair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. Thank you for the readings. We shall be taking our leave now. And as as I do this, I will gently nudge Pearl to go first and make sure she doesn't bonk anything on the way out. <laughs> the day's starting to wind down. I think that, you know, the, the the street isn't quite emptying, but like it's, you know, the a lot of the like families with kids are heading home. So like it's it's getting a little quieter. Um, and I, I think that, you know, everybody kind of comes back together. Um, Arlene, I, I think that your face paint has started to run a little bit because you've gotten a little bit sweaty with dancing. And yeah, I, I think that it's it's getting to be about time for everyone to to start making their way home. Darlene, your your bag of toys is like half empty at this point. The other half is for all my NPCs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> everyone who's not mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. present. <laughs> and as as you all depart from the festival and and start uh heading back towards the garage to Rest up after a, a a long, fun but but tiring day. Um, the rope that is is holding the elephant onto Pearl's back uh, slips and comes undone, and the elephant falls into no! a muddy puddle on the side of the road. <laughs> Disaster has befallen Fate the is tower. Real. <laughs> the tower, the tower. Is oh real. my goodness I pick it up as fast as I can and I look at Pearl and I look at the elephant and I look back at Pearl and I look back at the elephant and I go we can wash this we're going to wash this okay before you get to use it we're going to wash this okay Pearl just headbutts you oh I know sadly. dear oh, I was excited for you to have this too <laughs> we gotta hang it to dry so Pearl can't use it for a whole day and it's just yeah. sad in the apartment <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely yep. looking at it very sadly as it dries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even with this small disaster, as the cards predicted, <laughs> glad you got you, that. Out you of the all way. make your way back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I couldn't leave that thread hanging. <laughs> as you you all make your way back to the garage uh, after enjoying a a good day of just. Uh, a festival in in your neighborhood with your community and your friends. Thanks for joining us. The Whiskey Jays will return in two weeks. The City That Never Dies is a Clever Corvids production. Visit our website at clevercorvids.net and follow us on Twitter at clever underscore corvids for the latest on this and other shows. The City That Never Dies is GM'd and edited by Ree. Check out her business, Skill Check, for copy editing and accessibility consulting for the RPG community at rpgskillcheck.net. Arlene Graham is played by Minna Riley. 
Find her on Twitter at MinaMinar. Darlene Serin is played by Aki. Find her on Twitter at Akinomi underscore art for more RPG content. Echo is played by Josie. Find her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie and check out her art at Josie-Art.com. Valerie Sullivan is played by Kim. Find her on Twitter at KimDeannaJones. Our opening and closing theme music is from Something by Kai Engel and is used under a Creative Commons license. Blades in the Dark is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. If you'd like to dedicate a personal message to a friend, family member, gaming group, or other special Clever Corvids fan in your life, you can do so right here. Visit clevercorvids.net and click on Jumbotron Messages under the Support Us menu to buy your very own message. As always, thanks to all our Patreon backers, whose ongoing support makes this show possible. Well, this is why we have Craig. Fucking Craig. I don't like him, though. As a bitch up there. Like how we say Craig. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Giark has a different um, command now. So Giark oh, works, that's but right. has Giark a lives? command. Yeah, Giark lives. Okay. Yeah. It took a bit, um, but yeah. Ironically, it, it took around the time of our hiatus. Oh, okay. Maybe there is a god. And that god's name is Giark? Yes. All hail. <laughs>